Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. God from the beginning was ascending God. Let's look at some um, examples in the Bible, especially from the, in the Old Testament, because the Old Testament breathes mission from the beginning. In Abraham, in Genesis 12, God calls on Abraham and his descendants to be a blessing to all nations. The Israelites were called and sent to be a witness. In Isaiah 44 verse 8, it says this, Let all the nations gather together and let the people assemble, for you are my witnesses, says the Lord. Often in the, in the Old Testament, you would see the Israelites all gathering together and singing and praising God with their tambourine. We love tambourines. Um, but this, when they were singing and proclaiming and dancing, was a proclamation to Jesus Christ. They were drawing the attention of the nations of what they were singing to God. They were declaring the goodness of God. In Psalm 67, it says this, May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among the nations. So the Israelites were sent to be a witness. They were called to be a witness to all the nations. Other men and women in the Bible, you may have heard of Jonah, Jonah and the whale. Um, Jonah, if you think about him, he was a cross-cultural missionary. So he was sent to go to Nineveh and to declare and say, hey, Ninevites, turn from your ways because if you don't turn from your ways, then God is going to destroy you. Now we know Jonah, he's probably not the model missionary that we look to. He went on a very big detour. He went on a boat and then he went into the the whale because um, he jumped off the boat or they kicked him off the boat because there was a big storm that came. But this Jonah, when he finally got there, he was a voice to Nineveh and he said, change your ways. And if we look at this, when people repented and they changed their ways, Jonah was actually disheartened, wasn't he? He was like, God, why have you not destroyed these people? So if we look in the book of Jonah and we look at this story, we actually see who the true missionary was. The true missionary in that story was Jesus Christ. Well, not Jesus, was God, sorry. It was God because he was gracious, he was merciful, and his heart was for people. And we know also Esther, and Pastor Bonnie preached on her a couple of weeks ago. Esther was sent to go to the king. She was sent to be a voice for such a time as this. She was sent to save her people. She was sent to save her, her, the Jews. Daniel and his friends, he was sent to be an example and speak words of truth to King Nebuchadnezzar. In Daniel 2, Daniel says this to the king, There is a God in heaven who reveals mystery. So in the Old Testament, we're seeing different examples of people who were called and were sent by God to proclaim truth, to bring witness of who God was. 
Now, these men, they engaged in the culture in the, and the life of the Babylonians. They even took on the names of Babylonians, but they refused to defile or disobey God. So you could say that Daniel was bilingual. He spoke the kingdom of God, but he also spoke the culture of this world. See, God is ascending God. God sends. And we're going to look at three different examples of who God sends. The first one is God sends his son. See, mission begins with God, whose purpose is to bring fullness and restoration to all. See, God wants restoration. He wants to walk in right standing with us. He wants to walk in an intimate relationship with us. So the theme of the Bible is redemption, but the theme of the Bible is sent because God sent his son. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Whosoever believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. God sent his son. We know Christ died to, for all mankind's sin to reconcile us, to redeem us back to the Father. So God sent his son. And then God sends his Holy Spirit. So picture this, um, after Jesus has risen from the dead um, and they're all the disciples are there, they're gloomy and they're lost and they're like, oh Jesus, he's gone, where is he? And then they have a, a gathering with Jesus and he's sitting on the beach with them and, and they're eating their fish, their fresh fish and their chips and he shares this with them from um, the Bible. It says, but now, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, but now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you asks, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Never, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is your, to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if he departs, but if I depart, I will send him to you. So the Holy Spirit has been sent to us. The Holy Spirit has been sent so that we can have this help as we go about our lives, as we are ministering in all our different areas. So the Holy Spirit is here for us to outwork the mission of God. In Acts 1 verse 8 it says this, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. See, if we look at the Trinity, there's the Father, there's the Son, and there's the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are not this closed-off circle. But the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is open to us. It is a partnership that we partake with them as we outwork in the mission of Jesus Christ. As we outwork the mission of God, we can't do it alone. We need the Father, we need the Son, and we need the Holy Spirit. The next one is the, um, God sends his church. See, there would be no mission of the church without the mission of Jesus. When Jesus Christ left the earth, the mission did not change. Its shape just changed. Its shape changed to you. Its shape changed to me. It changed to the body of Christ. It changed to the church. 
In 1 Peter 2 verse 9, it says this, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into this wonderful light. God puts the call out to you and I. God puts the call out to mankind. There is a general call that goes out to walk in a right standing and relationship with him. See, a calling is from God. It's not from us from the inside. You know, when you go to call somebody, or like if you think about a phone conversation, you're not calling yourself, oh, ring, 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 oh, hello, oh, it's Rachel, so nice to hear you, how are you going? Oh, wow, you want me to go to the shops and pick up the, the milk? Yeah. No, a calling doesn't come from ourselves, a calling comes from God. It is an external calling that comes from Jesus Christ. There is a general calling to salvation and a general calling to reach our world for Jesus Christ. So there's the internal from God that we would respond to him and say yes to following him. And then there's a general external calling that we would reach people for him. See, Matthew 28 verse 19, this is a general external calling. It's therefore go... And make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. God puts a calling out to us to go, to go and make disciples of all nations. Now, who recalls those moments when you have been maybe in your own lounge room at a youth camp? Youth camp is coming up in 2023, young people. When you're in those moments of encounter and you're saying and you're on your knees and it's the ugly crying and you're like, send me and I will go. I remember a Planet Shakers song that we used to sing, send me, I will go, send me, I will go to the nations, to the cities. And I remember singing it. And, you, you know, in those moments, it's such a genuine response to God. And you're like, God, send me. I will do anything for you. I will lay down my life. I will sell up my home. I will go. And then maybe after camps or maybe after those moments, a reality sets in. And it's like... We're like, okay, God, yeah, send me. I'll go if it means I make this amount of money. Oh, yes, God, I will go if it's at this location. Yes, God, I will go if it all just, you know, has to line up A, B, C, D, E, F. Yep, I'll definitely go. Yes, God, I'll go if it's this position. Yes, God, I will go if it's this role. Yes, Lord, send me, but only if it fits in with what I want. And we can put conditions on God. See, when we ask God to fit into our model or we put conditions on him, we're actually walking in our own mission and in our own ministry. We're not walking in his. See, possibly we've been so focused on the path that we personally want to take that we miss what God is saying and where he is leading us. See, it's not our mission it's not our ministry. We are stepping into Christ's mission and we're stepping into his ministry. 
It says in Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in it. See, we're all on a mission. We're all called to ministry. We're all called to go out into our world. It just looks a little bit different to the person who is sitting next to you or standing next to you. If you think about Peter and Paul in the Bible, you can read about them later. But both of these men were sent to go and build the church. The only difference is, is that Peter went to the Jews and Paul went to the Gentiles. So they all had the external calling, the general calling to go, but God gives each person a particular calling and a particular people group to meet. So who has God called you to? What has God asked of you? And maybe you've been in a position and you've held back a little bit because you put conditions on God. Can I encourage you today, take those conditions off and step back into his mission and into his ministry. Let's look back at Acts 1 verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria, sorry, and to the ends of the earth. You and I are called to be my witness. My is Christ. You and I are called to be his witness, not to be our own. When we go about in our mission, when we go about in our workplaces, when we go about in our worlds, we're not meant to put the spotlight on our own lives. We're meant to put the spotlight on him and shine it bright. To be a witness is to do good deeds and to say great words. And But then sometimes there's times, yes, when we need to be quiet, but also there is a time when we need to speak up. When we are walk, working about in our lives and God does something good, how about we put the spotlight on him? How about we put the spotlight on our social media accounts and say, hey, this is what my God did, rather than give glory to ourselves. See, mission and ministry are fulfilled when these three things happen. When we're being with God, we're doing for God, and we're saying and we're speaking up. See, the pressure I put on myself personally, being vulnerable and real, is that I sometimes justify when I'm working out in my ministry or working out in my different things is by doing. And I love doing things and I do all these tasks, but it's so tiring and it is exhausting because it comes from the view of my ministry and what God, well, you know, from my ministry and the works that I do. And the reason why it gets exhausting and tired is because the focus is on me, not the focus on God. See, many people, maybe you're similar to me, we focus on doing a lot. But can I encourage you that the doing comes from being with God? Being must be our first. We must spend time with our Creator, with our Lord and with our God because from the being flows the doing and the saying. See, in John 15, it talks about the being connected to the vine. 
and from where our connection with the vine, fruit will flow. In verse 2, it says this, I am the vine and you are the branches. And if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So when you're in that position of being, then doing and saying will flow. See, if we're walking in his mission and we're walking in his ministry, what a huge relief that takes the pressure off yourselves and myself that, hey, we're actually walking in his ministry. We're actually walking in his mission. And when we walk in that position, the weight is lifted because it is his. And all that God asks of us is to do what he has asked us to do. And then we are obedient in him. We are in partnership with God, we're in partnership with the Son, and we are in partnership with the Holy Spirit. If the keys could come, please, that would be amazing. So what is God speaking to you about? How can you personally grow in being with God more? Maybe you've been too long sitting and just being. Maybe God's asking of you to now do and say, how have you been holding back from going and stepping out? Maybe it's a time in yourselves now, like, hey, God, you've been speaking to me for a time now about doing this or going, but I've held back because I viewed it as it's going to be a big weight or I put conditions on you. But God's called you to walk in His mission and his ministry. What's the call of action for you today? Just love you just to sit there for a moment. Just ask him, okay, God, what are you asking of me today? How have I been walking with you? What position am I in right now? How can I be obedient to the call of God that is on my life and be obedient? How can I be a witness How can I proclaim? How can I draw the attention through my life and give the spotlight all to God? When I'm in my workplace, when I'm down the street, whatever I'm doing, how does my life draw the attention to Him? We're all called. We've just got to step into it. We're all called to be His witness. We just got to do it. Thank you, Jesus. The first call that He puts out to us is that we would walk in a close and intimate relationship with Him. It's the general call to salvation. And if you're in this place today, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, there's a call going out to you today. doesn't matter how old or how young you are. The call is to say yes to Jesus. And if you're in this place today and you can just feel that tug on your heart saying, come, I want to walk with you every day. I want to know you. It's Jesus. He's saying, walk in a close relationship with me. Maybe you don't know him yet, but right now 
in this place as a call going out to you. And if you'd love to respond to Jesus, I'd love to invite you just to lift up your hand and say yes. Say yes. Say yes to Jesus. You may not have known of Him. You may have heard about Him at school or Sunday school. Maybe your parents have brought you to church. But right now, He's putting out a call to you to say, I want to know you. Will you I, can I be your God? Will you be my people? Can I be your father, your friend, You're the comforter to you? And if you would love to know Jesus, just lift up your hand right now. Thank you, Lord. Just looking across this place. Let's just say a prayer, everyone, together. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I invite you into my life. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for washing away my sins. Thank you that I can walk in right standing with you. I choose you. I want to know you every day. Come into my life and be my, be my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if you said that prayer today, you're saying it to Him. And I just love to invite you to come and let me know after the service or fill in one of the red cards and just tick the box, I'm committing my life to Jesus. And we're going to go on a beautiful journey with you of discovering more about who Jesus is. But right now in this place, if you say you are a follower of Jesus Christ, and if you see, I'd just love to invite you just to stand up. And we're going to sing this song again.